Welcome to A Rebellious Adventure with your host, Alex the Rebel. On this podcast, I want to share my adventures in the creative space, whether it's podcasting, writing, or blogging. And I also want to share my adventures as a Christian, husband, and as a father. My hope is that this podcast encourages you to go on your own adventure and to chase your dream so that you can hashtag join the rebellion and rebel against anything that's been in your way. Thank you for listening and enjoy my rambling. What is up my peoples? I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you guys are chasing your dreams, achieving your goals, working hard to obtain your passion, to obtain the dreams and accolades that you want to accomplish um so yeah i'm about halfway done on my trip ready to go home i got like a week left before i head home and i'm so looking forward to it but so again i'm on a ship and one of the things that is sucky about being on a ship is you're behind on things that are happening you know whether it's uh you know like the coronavirus thing that's actually happening the pandemic over there um, and and there's like documentaries, movies, and everything that comes out while you're gone, right? So you have to play catch up sometime. So, anyways, on the the topic of that, I recently watched um, two things. One was a movie, and one uh, a little bit more than half of like a, a documentary. So the movie I watched was "It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood." And it's about um, Mr. Rogers um, and basically this, you know, this uh, magazine writer, he went to interview Mr. Rogers, you know, and this is when, you know, during the later years of Mr. Rogers and basically just the movies about his encounter with him and his experience with him and basically showing what Mr. Rogers was like. And, um, and the second thing I watched more a little bit more than half was the the last dance featuring Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls and it's uh basically um a recounting well they um had a filming crew basically recording the last season 19 you know 1997 1998 Bulls and that you know historic run that they did but um anyway so you know, so they go back into Michael Jordan's upbringing and pretty much every major players, and it, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing because I remember when I finished watching "It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood," I was inspired. I was inspired because here was this this man that. I mean, I'm not going to lie. He's one of the few people that is so nice, so caring, so kind, um, and it feels real, okay? Like, I grew up watching Mr. Rogers, and he's on Amazon Prime, for those of you guys who have it. There's a bunch of shows of, of you know, Mr. Not, uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, but... He, I mean, he makes being nice 
cool. It's the weirdest thing. Like, I, I've talked about this, in, you know, in, in the past, where I am drawn to, you know, I, I like the bad dude, you know, the tough guy, the, the one that doesn't take any crap from nobody, the one that stands up for righteousness, the one that stands up for truth, the one that protects who he loves. Like, you know, those are the kind of guys I, I want to become. Like, like, that's cool, you know. But Mr. Rogers is not in that same atmosphere, in that same type of guy. He's genuine, he's caring, he's sweet, like, um, and he loves kids, and he thinks about every little detail about how he's going to share his message, and he's very, very smart, like, um, you know, he did a lot of controversial stuff in the show that, you know, t teaching kids about real life, you know, not hiding, you know, that there isn't, you know, not acting like there isn't problems and talking about heavy topics that is even hard for grown-ups to talk about. But he would bring it, he would talk to kids about these real big and heavy topics and in such a way that it's like, it drew me in, you know, it drew me in. And he's the one first, he's the first super duper nice guy that I was like, that's awesome. You know, because he is, I mean, you got to watch the movie. And if you watch the show, you know, and you, you, you could read some stuff about him. But he was, he seemed to be like super authentic about this. Like this was him. This is who he was. And, and then I watched not very many days after that. I started watching the documentary of The Last Dance featuring Michael Jordan. And then I was inspired after that. And Michael Jordan could not be more different. I mean, any of you guys that watch, you know, either The Last Hand or grew up watching Michael Jordan has an idea of what kind of guy this was. Like, this guy was a no-nonsense. Um, he was, I mean, teammates don't like him. Ex-teammates don't like him. There are people on basketball that hated playing against him. You know, like, they, they didn't like him personally. But, dude, he had the respect of everybody. Like, he was it. Like, nobody was going to play harder than him. No, Nobody was going to play, you know, if he even heard a whisper of, like, you know, if you watch the documentary, it's funny. Like, you know, somebody like, oh, they can't, they could guard Jordan. They, they could, like, you know, make him shoot less percentage or score less. That night, he's going to go off. That's just the way he was, right? And he was super inspiring because there was nobody that was going to work harder in practice than he was. You know, the, the guy was obsessed, obsessed with competition and winning. Like, and in the documentary shows you a little bit more about his competitive nature. He just, he wants to gamble you know, he played gamble against guys that were playing for dollars and stuff. And this guy's a multi, 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 multi millionaire. And he just loves competing. And, you know, it's, it's so different because he, Michael Jordan was a full-on jerk at, at most of the time. And yet, there was something inspiring about him, right? Because he... He was not going to let go down without swinging, you know? Like, this guy, if he lost, he was going to give it all he 
had. And if he lost, so be it. But he was going to go down swinging. And it's, that was an amazing thing for me. You know, I'm still not finished with that. But, you know, I grew up watching him. And Chicago Bulls was my favorite team growing up solely because of Michael Jordan. So, yeah, bandwagon there. But this guy was amazing. He he was he's the greatest basketball player. And I'm watching this and I'm like, like, I enjoy watching him even in these little clips. And I'm like, man, I miss watching Michael Jordan play. You know, and it's cool because I, I, um, I show my kid Space Jam. So his two favorite players now is Kobe Bryant. Of course, we live in Los Angeles. And with the, you know, tragic passing of him, you know, uh, people were talking about him a lot. And so Noah, you, you know, in school, people were talking about Kobe Bryant. So he likes, he loves Kobe Bryant now. And his second favorite player is, uh, Michael Jordan and because of Space Jam and one day I will show him this documentary and I'm sure his fandom will grow from there but the thing was it was just so funny because in that same week I was super inspired by two great men two men that change the game change you know kids TV for Mr. Rogers and change the game when it came to basketball the guy was incredible and yet they were able to inspire right and it's kind of it's kind of very interesting because there is a part of me of course that I want to be known as a nice guy right um caring guy loving guy a guy that is sweet and you know just all around night and then there's a very much real part of me that doesn't want to be that because there's still a very part of me that feels like that's weakness right and I'm not saying it is but there's there's a you know an element you know there's an element of me when I see and I like for instance I I hate manual labor job in the sense of you know it's tiring it's working but there is a sense of pride by doing it you know when you see these guys especially back in the day and doing these working with their hands and machinery like they're just using their hands their tools are their hands and you hear about these like long hours and like it's, it's crazy it's like I, in my head I'm like that's insane like in my industry for instance the sailors you know is so different than it was back in the day you know because now we have you know safety we have all these regulations and all these things we got to do with safety and we can't do so many things that the sailors did back in the day and you know i've seen a i've seen a few videos of sailors from back in the day now when i'm saying back in the day i'm saying like early 1900s you know 1920s 30s 40s which you know about 100 years ago and it's so crazy the difference so crazy what they used to do like these guys were were crazy they, they had no harness at all they're climbing they're jumping they're swinging they're fixing the ship they're it, it just it's just crazy pills you know and but yet 
had I had such a big respect for that. Like I look at that, I'm like, that's dope. Like I wouldn't want to do it, cause you know I like living, and you know I I don't want to die. But <laughs> there is a very real element of like I look at that, I'm like that's that's dope. You know when I when I see uh, a guy that knocks down a tree with an axe, you know, I'm like impressed. When when I see a guy like f- make a table. You know, there was like just a wood right there, and with his hand and tools, he crafts this beautiful table. That's so impressive to me. Like I'm so drawn to that kind of stuff. So there is a very real element where I, I I'm still trying to figure out because the ultimate man, like I said, is Jesus, right? And in the Bible, you see. Him being these, this loving man that, you know, cared for his followers, cared for people, loved children. But in, but but you cross him or you, you dare do something that was against God or his people and he would just lay it out. You know, he, he, he has some very harsh words and tone for, for, for people. And, you know, there was a lot of, you know, they wanted to kill him various times. So, you know, not the one time where they actually, you know, you know, Jesus gave up himself and they were, they crucified him. I mean, if you read the Gospels, they were trying to kill him multiple times, right? Because he was so controversial. You know, Jesus was not this super, you know, oh, peace, love that, you know, people perceive you know he was real peace he he is real peace he's real is real love but at the same time he is truth he is just he is wise he is you know he's gonna he is judge you know he's gonna confront those that are opposed to the gospel those that are opposed to god right he's gonna speak truth and even in love truth comes out so so offensive right Bible talked about how the gospel is offensive and the reason is offensive because we the gospel tells you and me that we cannot save ourselves that we are not the answer that we are not God that we have no control over our destiny right no we're all sinners we all fall short of the glory of God so Jesus is the only one and yet we, it, it just, it, it boggles my mind. Because Jesus is the one. And yet we, uh, we ignore him. We don't listen. You know, it, 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 it bothers me. You know, as, as, as a Christian, um, we, I believe we have a duty, you know, to, be able to just like you know just like Michael Jordan and just like Mr. Rogers that they whatever they were passionate about they want to be great they want to be excellent at right and as a Christian I feel and it's sad to say you know most of these churches and I'm gonna talk in the American context because you know that's where my experience is at 
but man so many weak so many watered down preaching and theology is so sickening and we as Christians were called to be like Christ we are called to preach the gospel this offensive gospel we are called to speak about speak truth and love but not not change the truth because of love because that's not love right speaking the truth is real love when you love somebody you know it, 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 <laughs> you speak the truth because you don't want the eternal damnation for their soul so you have to tell them the brutal truth that they cannot save themselves that they cannot save themselves that they have to turn to a savior that they have to repent and put their trust and faith in a savior that is only Jesus because all the other saviors fail I and mean, we'll talk about different religions and you know that'll be a different day but Jesus is the only one 100% man 100% God right and he atoned he went on the cross and he made the difference he accomplished it he beat sin right for those who trust in him he conquered sin for them so let let us as christians right right now i'm talking to christians if you are a christian please do me the favor not for me not, it, it just for everybody it's just gonna be better for everybody please do me a favor and and put roots dig understand why what is Christianity like it just doesn't make sense for somebody to say I'm Christian and just don't go to church don't read the Bible don't pray don't study a uh, little church history don't study uh, what the Bible says about certain truths don't study what doctrine actually is you have to hold on to to become and to be acknowledged as a legit Christian like if you don't believe these things you are not considered Christian they, I, I don't understand and I'm not trying look I'm, I'm not on a high horse I'm not you know preaching to the I, I'm talking about myself too you know that's why I, I study and, and I still have a ton to learn I have a lot to learn but you know to me it's, it's very important that if I consider myself a Christian and if I call myself a Christian right then I could do at least the basics you know preach the gospel present the gospel defend the gospel and I'm not talking about all these deep you know uh, you know terminology the deep doctrines and these deep uh, I'm not I'm not talking about that what I am talking about though is understanding the fundamental truths of what makes Christianity different because there's a lot of religions out there there's a lot of beliefs out there and sadly people even within the church they get fooled like it, it's sad how many people turn away from God and then when you or t turn away from church and they leave church and 
oh they don't believe in God anymore they don't believe in Jesus anymore and then when you even press them you know like I, I was reading this guy you know this quote unquote the conversion story and he was saying like he didn't enjoy going to church he didn't enjoy worshiping he didn't enjoy praying out loud and I'm thinking and this guy thought he was Christian like how again in the Christian walk it's not all roses that's because it's not it's super hard it's gonna be trying times gonna be dark times but in that walk even in those times that you question certain things and you may doubt right but you're not you don't look back and say I've never enjoyed worshiping God I never enjoyed praying I never it didn't feel right and that's that's nonsense that is utter nonsense because if you are in Christ if you have been saved by Jesus even in your worst times okay you knew that it you know you could blame God because we I've done it before because you were human and but down deep down deep you know God is in control right you know that Jesus is good you know that God is good that everything that we have been given to us is good right because God is good even the bad part God is good so it, it just it boggles my mind for those who profess to be Christian and there is no evidence. The Bible talked about the fruit of the Spirit, right? And you see these people on these quote-unquote deconversions and it, it makes me insane because it's one thing. It is one thing to not go to church and say you're not a Christian because you don't want to believe those things or whatever but there's one thing to be like you're in church all these years and then when you leave you're like oh you know I never like like worshiping or praying or dude like you're fooling yourself you're fooling yourself because you know, it when when the Holy Spirit right when you are in Christ that means that you you're live you're living by the power of the Holy Spirit right and you are drawn, drawn to the things of God. Again, is it everything perfect? No. But you are drawn to the things of God. When you sin, the Holy Spirit convicts you. And you feel horrible. And you feel like crap. That's what happens. When you're in Christ, you feel like crap. And what happens when you feel that? You go and you repent. You ask God for forgiveness of your sins. That is what a Christian, those are the evidence of being a Christian. So, sorry I went on this tangent. It was not what I was thinking because I was talking about Michael Jordan and Mr. Rogers. But again, they excelled in what they did, right? And I believe that as a Christian, we should put a little more effort, right? And and just knowing a little bit more like I think it would do us really good every Christian to just know some real basic church history just basic I'm not talking about knowing everybody but it would be really good to know some some important biblical figures um, some important 
historic Christian figures that where doctrine and theology was fought and that's why we believe this that's why th this was written and th that's why this was clarified and um, you know the Reformation like I mean and like, I don't know maybe I'm asking too much but I think it would do everybody some good if you could just have some kind of uh, I mean okay let me ask you guys you know for those of you who are like are really into anything don't matter it could be sports it could be uh, movies um, anything music right maybe it's me I okay I, I'm 100% I, I don't I could be weird and maybe there's just a small part of us but when I really like something I dig into it right so I become a little little obsessive about stuff so I'm a huge huge DC nerd like I love DC for those of you that don't know what the word DC means then shame on you um anyways but Marvel is cool but DC I'm a, I'm a DC guy so I, I I love to you know know some DC history, some DC characters, and it just you know I, I get to know. And if I like a certain band, I like to like find out you know the little history of how they got together, and things like that. Just little little background. If you're Christian, I mean. I don't know, right? Shouldn't shouldn't you have that kind of same enthusiasm to like to research and to get to know God better through his revealed word and and to understand like why we believe what we believe, trace it down from the Bible and then through history how it's been brought to light and clarified and I mean again I could be a hundred percent wrong but if you fall in love, you know, like I fell in love with my wife and I wanted to know everything about her and I'm still, you know, learning and I'm still growing and I'm still passionate about loving her and to get to know her more and more and more and more every day. I think the same can be said when Christ saves you and you are brought to this life and open your eyes and you finally see wow look at what God has done look at what God has taken me out of like I was a sinner I was deep in sin I was miserable I was depressed I was you know angry and look at what God has done look at what God has taken me out of and that drives for you to seek him more you know pray read the Bible because you want to know what he he wants of our lives how how he revealed himself like we really want to know God the Bible is right there you could pray and read the Bible and know God God revealed himself and this is crazy because we're never even gonna understand everything in the Bible because God is you know he's infinite so our since our finite mind we cannot understand the gloriousness of God but God is so good that the stuff that he did reveal we can't understand blows our minds is that amazing 
is that amazing god is so amazing and so you know i guess to tie it all in you know like i love seeing greatness right i love seeing things that that are excellent and excel and i think i think that is because in each and every one of us right we want to excel we want to be great and i think we can all agree that god is great jesus is the greatest right and we can understand and dig deep and just oh man read read pray go to church you know like uh, sorry tangent but the point is it, it, it got me really upset I'm sorry it just kind of brought the little anger out of me again but the point is that I you know I'm called to be a uh, a, a, a Christian that and what that means and entails you know everything that comes with that like I'm called to live for the glory of God right I am called to love and protect and to lead my wife I'm called to nurture and help and discipline and love and care for my two boys I am called as a man to lead as an example to my wife and to my children and to the, all those who look at me because we all have a calling we all have something that God has given us and I think that's in us I think that's in us we, we want to be great and when you're outside of Christ when you're when, when, when you're outside of Christianity, that that greatness can lead you to becoming, yeah, great. Like Michael Jordan, right? He's amazing. But you could be hated too, you know, like maybe like Michael Jordan, you know, because it could be narcissistic. It could become all about who you are and all about your greatness and all about what, how amazing you are and, you know, make it all about you. But when you're in Christ, you want to be great because you want people when they see you, at least this is me, when you people meet you and see you and you, you know, you want them to come to you and be like, you know, if they ask you a question like, oh, why do you do this? Why do you, you know, why are you honest? Why do you, you know, talk and love? Why do you talk, love your wife that way? And why do you teach your kids and, and why do you discipline your kids? You know, all that stuff. Or why do you, why do you live that way, you know? And what I, what, where, what I would consider a great way of living, great way of being, you know, a man that loves his wife and boys, and is tough and just and protects, and is also loving and caring. That's 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 bottom line. That to me, that's great. That's what I want to be. Like that's my what I'm striving to be. That's the great that I'm trying to reach. And I believe that that is God called. You know, that is something that God called us to do. You know, to be great for His glory. You know, um, so that we could like be examples. And of course, we're gonna 
fail and we're going to be, you know, we're going to sin, we're going to fall in our faces, some more than others, which I think I'm on, on the more than other type of deal. But this is, this is what God has called us to do. This is what God's called us to become, to preach the gospel, to defend the gospel, to be excellent, to be, to, to be defenders of the truth, man. Like, come on, guys. I mean, if, we're, if you call yourself a Christian... I think it's our duty, you know, is is part of our the fruit of the spirit, man. Like love, peace, joy. This is 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 all there, and and of course, there's certain ways of doing this. Uh, I'm, sh- you know, like I met really, you know, I, and I would say they're brothers in Christ that they do certain things and they talk about the truth and things I would even I would agree with, and they just kind of come off as jerks. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Um, you know, I try to find a balance. I try to, you know, because I, I, I was really in that, that realm before. You know, very jerky truth guy. Um, but I do, I am trying to learn how to talk about the truth in love and compassion. But not, not, this is the key guys, but not change what the truth is. That's what I think falls a lot. A lot of people, you know, when you talk about the whole truth with love, a lot of people fall into the love part so hard that they kind of water down the truth a bit in the beginning. And then before you know it, they've watered it so much through the years that it's like it's not even the same thing anymore. So I would rather fall on the truth. Like if I had to fall one way like truth, love like as far as speaking I'm always going to be on the truth side so I'm always going to try to be loving and compassionate but I'm not listen to me I am not going to change the truth I am not going to fall and bend the knee to society and bend the knee to new modern ways of thinking new quote unquote Christian new quote unquote whatever you want to call it you know the bible is truth the bible god has spoken in his word and that's that you know so it doesn't matter if it's quote-unquote you know pc or not i'm not gonna bend because the truth is the truth you know so i'm gonna be a defender of the truth to the day of god died by the grace of god you know through the power of the holy spirit so you know, this I, I, I this part this episode is uh, to encourage you to become great, a great man or woman of God. You know, somebody to strive to become the best version of themselves. You know, with the help of God and you know, learning, studying, researching, and practicing. The things that you you know learned and not only in Christianity but also as a person you know as a man for me the man I want to be a godly man a loving man a tough man so a great man so thank you again for that tangent and I'm you know I tied it in with Michael Jordan and and uh, Mr. Rogers it might have not been the cleanest tie-in but it's kind of tied in. I'm, I'm satisfied enough in the tie-in. So I think we should leave it at that. 
but I think it's pretty good. But anyway, if it's not, that's fine. I went on a tangent, and that was actually going to be two separate episodes. You know, I actually had an idea for this episode about Mr. Rogers and <laughs> Michael Jordan and what it is to be a great man. And then I had a separate episode in mind about talking about Christianity and what we should be, you know, all, all pretty much what I covered on. But anyways, thank you again. Um, please subscribe. Please um, download, rate, review, five stars on the podcast. That would be great. If you're going to give me three or four or one or two stars, don't even bother. Don't bother. Joking. I hope you don't. But um, if you can't please give me five stars, it would be great. You know, I guess the whole algorithm thing, you know, the more five stars, the, the I don't know, the better it is, chances for other people to see the podcast and stuff. So, anyways, thank you again. Hope you guys have a great one. God bless. Peace out. Hashtag join the rebellion. Rebel out.